Welcome to Waking Up with Melissa, a podcast that takes a deep dive into personal development, spirituality, and how to grow your online business. I'm your host, Melissa Ruiz, a spiritual and mindset business coach for all conscious healers out there. Stay tuned every week while I share insight on how to balance your business and also stay in alignment with your higher self. I truly feel that we all uniquely possess all the things we are seeking if we simply allow ourselves to surrender, to be present, and to take action in our lives. Welcome back to another solo podcast on Waking Up With Melissa. We are going to talk about money, aka currency. We're going to talk about abundance. We're going to talk about prosperity. We're going to talk about money wounds. And so I'm really excited to dive into this chat with you. And before we get in, I want to invite us to just take a moment to settle into our bodies. And so as long as you're not driving, you can do this. Really come to a comfortable seat. A comfortable seat is a place where you can bring the spine long, potentially cross the legs if that feels comfortable. Bring the hands to the knees, close your eyes. And take a deep breath, inhale through the nose. Open your mouth and completely exhale all of the air out of your lungs. Take a deep breath, inhale through the nose. Taking in that long breath in, pause at the top. And then slowly exhaling all of the air out of the mouth. Really settling into the sit bones, bringing the belly back towards the spine. We're going to do one more like that. Take a deep breath, inhale through the nose. And then exhale, open the mouth, completely let go. You may have your eyes closed here, they may be open. And start to wiggle the fingers, bringing all the sensations back to your body. Maybe you're rolling the shoulders, maybe you're doing a neck roll, maybe you're rolling out the spine. I really had the intention to start this conversation in a more mindful, more calm state because we're going to get into talking about money and we're going to get into talking about money wounds. And so just to clarify here, a money wound is when you are highly triggered or not even highly, just triggered. You're bothered. There's something that is stirring up in you when you hear other people have the conversation of money or when you hear the conversation of people attracting big sums of money or just in general. There's a lot of active vibration when we talk about money. And I first want to add that it's really important that we educate ourselves and that we have this conversation Oftentimes, I'm really called to talk about the energy of money and the energetics of money. And, you know, this stuff is really good because it's great when you understand the principles of how we attract this. But I wanted to just take a step back and say, you know, we really need to be educated about currency. We need to be educated about investing. We need to be educated and comfortable talking about money because otherwise we're really left out of the conversation. And so this money wound is really present 
in most human beings, believe it or not, specifically, you know, the BIPOC community, because I think for, I don't know about you, but for me, it was very much this narrative and the story that I needed to work hard for money. And so it was very specific. I grew up, you know, in a traditional Hispanic home. And that was really, really the, the belief and the narrative and, you know, what I was passed down. And so that's really what I adopted. And it did become a wound because when I saw other people in their bigness, when I saw other people, you know, claiming and attracting all of this abundance and not just abundance and money, honestly, just abundance and love and and an opportunity i always felt left out of the conversation and so i really wanted to just you know share that sentiment with each and every one of you now to really ask yourself and excavate your energetic body and say what is it about money that really bothers me like what is it is it because of my beliefs is it because the way i grew up is it because i didn't have it is it because what is it what what's there and see that's the opening right like that's the that's the invitation for us to look at what's underneath these wounds and so one of the things that i find uh most common when we talk about money wounds is this kind of um almost misidentification of whether you're a good or a bad person have you heard that humans oh if you you know it's like you're a good person if you have less money and you can live off of less and you know you're a bad person if you want more and i think some people when we say this out loud they're like no that's not true but they believe this and so i'm not asking you you know for what is true or not because that's very different for every single person but i'm trying to examine here this belief this story this narrative that is telling us that money is evil and that money is bad and people that have money are bad and you should want less or if you want more this makes you greedy all of these different attachments that we have to the word money and the word currency and being abundant um, and I really wanted to invite this conversation because nothing makes you good or bad. Money doesn't make you good or bad. Your material things don't make you good or bad. Actually, there is no such thing as good or bad. I'm not going to get too crazy into that. There is polarity, right? And there's contrast and there is positive and negative aspects, but they don't mean good or bad. I think that's a, a very human thing that we did because we like to put people in categories and we have to say, these are the good people and this is how, these are the mar marching orders for good people and stay in line, march like little minions and these are the bad people and this is what bad people do. And so it's a lot of labeling. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of guilt. Uh, but I really wanna introduce this affirmation that having less or more money doesn't define whether you are a good or bad person okay your actions how you show up every day how you activate your heart how you're able to bring in the practice of santosha right that practice of contentment the practice of also just being satisfied the way we treat people the way we treat ourselves that gives us more insight on whether or not we're in alignment with our life and i really don't like to use the word good or bad because i think again like i mentioned it brings in a lot of boxes it brings a lot of labels only the way you show up every single day time and time again gives you data on who you are right and it's not dependent on the things that you have 
This other money wound I find really present is this sacrifice, this need to be humble. And again, it really comes from this money wound. It's like, don't you dare talk about money. You know, you have to sacrifice your desires. You have to want less. And if you want less, somehow, some way, it's glorified. And so I really want to introduce this other affirmation here that I don't need to sacrifice my desires and expect less money in order for me to be humble. This is not true. So, you know, you wanting less money doesn't make you humble. It doesn't make you any more humble than the next person. You know, really, I believe that following the excitement and the joy of life really leads to the opening of more alignment. And so there's a big money wound here and it's really around, I have to sacrifice. And this is not true. You don't have to sacrifice in order to attract money. In fact, when you have this energy of sacrificing, you only repel it. You know, the energy of money, the energy of abundance, the energy of prosperity really lives in an abundant state, meaning that it really is limitless. It really is boundless, just like we are. In yoga, there is this realization, if you will, uh, this thing that we battle throughout our life where it's recognizing that we're not the body and we're not the mind. And it's really asking us to think deeper. Well, then who are we? Who are we if we're not the body, if we're not the mind, if we're not the money, if we're not the house and the car and the things that we have? And so this is really an invitation to go deeper. And having less isn't a significant award for us to be humble. Uh, you know, it, this is you know, it's kind of a toxic pattern, right? That we look at people who are attracting and aligning themselves to love and wealth and abundance in a way of um, you either have it too easy or you don't deserve this or other people are in more need. And so this is actually the next uh, money wound that I really want to talk about, that it's the thought that we are taking away somebody's opportunity right and i really want to introduce this other affirmation that says attracting wealth will never take away someone else's opportunity to do the same and i really want you to receive that you know i thought the same thing too i'm like oh my god well if i don't you know if i take too much of this there's not going to be enough of uh this one thing for everybody else and that's just simply not true the laws of the universe really don't work in this way. It's not like you can, you know, breathe the last breath or breathe too much that the next person's not going to have oxygen to breathe. It doesn't really work like that. You know, there is plenty and there is enough for everybody. It really is dependent on the enslavement of our own mind. And that's not what this is about. So I'm not going to get into all of that because at the end of the day, there are communities that are suffering there are parts of the world that are suffering but i'm talking about you wanting and you desiring uh wealth or currency or money isn't taking the opportunity of the next person okay and i want i want you to really feel into that because there's a lot of activity there Especially if you're anybody like me, I grew up in Union City, New Jersey, and um, I saw lots of poverty, you know, it was right next to Jersey City, five minutes away from the city. And so like, it was just so in your face. And so I think for me, it was very hard to 
really believe this. It's like I knew it, but it was really hard to believe it because what my physical eyes were seeing was different. But really when I closed my eyes and I looked inward and I got more data and more realization of just who I am and who human beings are and our capability, I started to realize that I don't have to live in my limitation and that the things in the outside world don't have to dictate my now reality and don't have to dictate my future. I can have what I have and still feel very abundant. And that's a mindset thing. That's not a physical thing. That's an energetic thing. Okay. So the next thing again, and we're talking about money wounds. Okay. This is why we took a nice long breath when we started because these things are really activating and my intention here is to just share and to just start the conversation of how can we get educated about money how can we get more comfortable to talk about money because there are groups that are comfortable talking about money and these groups are attracting more wealth than i don't know who because they're very comfortable talking about money they have this healthy relationship with money and it is a relationship. It's a relationship. It's one that you have to want to have, right? It's like saying, I want money, but then you really feel like you don't deserve it. And those two things are in opposition. And so they really cancel each other out. And so you've heard me say this before. It's really, really important for you to develop a healthy relationship with money, a healthy relationship with currency, a healthy relationship just with yourself and all things around you. And so the reason why it's so important is because we leave ourselves out of the conversation and you know what a lot of the ways that we think provide us opportunity provide us opportunity to do so many things right and I always say this, like, you know, good people do good things with money. I really believe this is true. You know, when you have the opportunity to have different types of currency in your hand, don't you want to invest it? Don't you want to share it? And let's get into that, right? Let's get into this hoarding money too. There's many levels to money. One level to money is attracting it. And it's getting really good at really going into your belief systems, really working on the deserving, the confidence, the alignment so that you can tune into that energy of prosperity and bring it forth. Another layer to money is actually being able to hold it. I see a lot of people that are very good at attracting money. In fact, they attract money like blinking an eye and then something happens when they're holding it. When they're holding it, they feel like they either have to hoard it or they have to spend it because they feel like it's going to go away. You know, they feel like they can't hold on to it. And so recognize there are many layers to money. And so one layer is attracting it. Another layer is being able to hold on to it, being able to be safe and feel safe with money, right? And so just recognize where are your money wounds? Where are the parts that feel uncomfortable? What are the parts that feel triggered? And I just wanted to bring this invitation to the table that you can reparent your wound. You can go in through meditation, through a quieted mind, through a calm mind. You can go in to your nervous system and introduce a new truth. 
And so oftentimes I will tune into my body and I can see that there's a limiting belief, whatever it is about life, love, money, whatever. And I go back in and, you know, I, I start to get more awareness where this energy came from. And I can see that it has been with me for a long time. I don't try to logically break it down. Sometimes, you know, the less you know, the better. But I simply go in and I offer myself a new truth. And I, you know, almost rewire this belief by bringing my awareness to it and say, okay, I see that there is this belief that makes me feel like I don't deserve money. Here is my new belief. Here's the new belief that I am entering and bringing into my energetic and physical body. And the way I do that is through affirmation. The way I do that is through channeling that mother energy of reparenting yourself very much and very similar to inner child healing. If you've ever heard of that, right? If you've ever heard of the different parts of who we are and how they are stuck in trauma loops, or in trauma in general, right? And it's just being able to connect back with that part, you know, add the compassion, add the love, add the forgiveness, and reparent yourself as if you were a child now, right? Channel that loving mother energy. And what would you say to yourself now? How can you rewire that belief, right? And oftentimes for me, it's like, Okay, I see that I have this belief, but here is the new one that I am introducing. And here's the one where I'm going to focus my attention to. Because here's the new one that I am choosing to believe in. Because this other one didn't serve me. Or this other one came from somebody else. Or this other one I no longer want to believe because I just no longer believe it anymore, right? The same way we're allowed to change our mind. We're allowed to change our mind. We're allowed to change our beliefs. Why do we hold on to them for so long, right? And so here is another money wound, okay? This is probably the last one that I'll talk about. And it has to do with expecting less. I think there is this uh, another point of glorifying the person who doesn't need much. And I've heard a lot of people say this. It's like, you know, it's like I can live off of, you know, $5 or I just don't need much. And it's like, yeah, I get that. Like, most of us can live without needing much. I mean, we don't really need much. Like, we need shelter, we need air, and, you know, we need very minimal things to actually survive, right? So it's not a need, right? It's a desire, and you're allowed to have desires. Matter of fact, more than allowed, this is why you came to the human experience. Like, you came to have desires. You have, a, I always imagine this bucket, in, you know, on top of my head, and me with my long arms. I don't have long arms, but I'm imagining long arms putting in desires into the bucket, I always have desires that I'm putting in the bucket. And the more I achieve this desire, this is good. And then I add another desire. And then I achieve that desire. And then I add another one and another one and another one. And really here, the mantra is that, you know, I'm never going to get it all done because it's not supposed to be done. You know, when it's done, I'll be dead. Like it's not supposed to be done. It's not supposed to be that I get to this magical place in currency or this magical place in my life or this magical place anywhere. And that all of a sudden I'm magically happy. No, happiness happens now now happiness is cultivated now happiness happens every single day i wake up and i choose better thoughts that's how it's created over time and you're training the mind to see the silver lining every single day and this is not to ignore feelings of course i have bad days of course everybody has bad days and there's you know great lessons in that it's good to just sit with that energy and see why is this here what's coming of this right it's good it's always giving and delivering a message but i don't think that us 
wanting less and cutting ourselves off from that abundant energy gives us any more. And so here is the last mantra, if you will, the last affirmation is when I expect less, I cut myself off of the abundant energy that source has to give us because it ultimately is endless. Okay. And so you don't need to expect less. It is not this grand prize for the person who can live off of one penny. You know, you don't become more noble. You don't become more in alignment. You don't become more of who you already are. You're just cutting yourself off. It doesn't mean anything. I've lived in a tiny home. I know what it feels like to live in a small home and to not have many things and to have a really really little closet and basically only have three things I had a bed I had a sofa and a tv oh and I had a rug I had clothes but they literally fit in a very small closet and I think I had like two pairs of different sheets that I would rotate back and forth like quilts and things like that I didn't have many things and I experienced that and it's great I felt rich I felt abundant but it didn't give me more it doesn't make me more noble I don't have to cut myself off to feel that I can still feel the same way I felt there here in a house that's two floors and has you know a great view and all of this stuff it doesn't mean anything our stuff doesn't define us, but our money wounds will keep us from exploring. They keep us from having bigger conversations with people because we are triggered. And so I, I, I know how this feels because when I first started our brand, I would see all sorts of people, you know, uh, posting that they made 5K, 10K, 100K, all of these Ks. And I was like, whoa, that's a lot. Like, you know, I can never get there. Or, or, or that person can get there because, you know, they are verified. Or that person can get there because they have it easy. Or that person can get there because whatever, you fill in the blank until I realized, whoa, that is a limiting belief. And I'm triggered by money. And so that's why I'm having this excuse on why I can't have this experience. So it's not like this, you know, recognize what is being brought brewed up and stirred up inside of us and ask yourself, how can I go deeper? How can I educate myself more when it comes to the topic of money? And really, it's not in having to read a fancy book. It's not in having to take a course. It's in examining your relationship with it. It's examining how do I feel right now when I say those words? What are the beliefs that show up? What are the narratives that support that? It's examining where did I learn this thing from? It's examining those parts. And so let's have this conversation more. Let's have this conversation with other people. Let's have this conversation more with our partners. Let's open up the floor and open up the dialogue so that we can get comfortable talking about money. So that money isn't this thing that is only for those people. What does that mean? Why? Why does it have to be like this? And don't you see that we're missing so much opportunity within ourselves? We're, we're missing so many opportunities to enjoy life in a way that is just juicier. And it has nothing to do with the physical money. It has to do with the energetic principle of how you feel. You see, you can have lots of money. You can have tons and tons of zeros in the bank account and still not feel good. And you can have you know, a dollar in the bank account and still not feel good. It's about your relationship to it. That is the thing that counts the most. And so 
I really want to challenge us this week to have deeper conversations with ourselves, to sit with ourselves, to have a money date with ourselves, to sit with our finances, to open up our apps, to really see what's there, to affirm, to pray over it, and really, really understand the energy underneath money and start to tap into what are the wounds around this and how do I alchemize it? How can I get still? How can I quiet my mind so I can go in and reparent this narrative that's really blocking me from getting to the next level? You know, one of the things that I see the most in entrepreneurship isn't the lack of skill. I actually see a lot of skillful people walking around. They actually know a pretty decent amount of business um, etiquette and business ethics and you know they, they're very smart you know people when they want to do something they go out and they figure it out they youtube it all of that stuff that's actually not what's really stopping people it's their own confidence their own self-sabotage and their own limiting beliefs about money their thoughts about it the the way we fantasize about wanting you know lots of money or wanting lots of uh, abundance but then having this belief deep deep inside of us that we're not worthy of it or that we don't deserve it or that we have to work hard or that that's never going to happen. I want to bring that invitation to the table and just start to ask yourself, why? Why do I feel like this? Where does this come from? And that is going to lead you to the path of a lot of answers within yourself. And you see, this is very specific to every single being. Every single being has stories and narratives that are different. And so we could not cover all money wounds in a matter of 20, 25 minutes because it's very dependent on your experience. It's very dependent on what you saw. It's very dependent in the way you grew up. It's very dependent in the information that was passed down to you. But it isn't about opportunity. It's about the way we're thinking about it. You see, I have met a lot of people who do actually have lots of currency and money and they have a very poor money mindset. And so the money mindset isn't about the physical wealth that you have. It's about the relationship that you have with the money. That's what I want to share with you. Humans, I'm going to be opening up Unleashing a Your Soul Business very soon. We're actually starting on June 27th, save the date. If you've been wanting to get into our program, go ahead to IamMelissaRuez.com, fill out an application. For this month only, we're going to have $500 off of that program. And so I'm super excited to bring in the next round. We're about to graduate Unleash and Unveil Your Soul Business 7.0. We're going to move into 8.0. And it's been such a blessing just guiding so many human beings to have this deeper conversation about currency and about money um that's all for now humans namaste i will see you in the next episode breathe